Hi, this is Brett, and welcome to Optimize. On this episode, I want to share with you a simple tweak to your thinking that will bring you to a whole new level of clarity. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. When I was back in graduate school, uh, one of the challenges that I had was trying to decide exactly what it is that I wanted to do for a career. I wanted a better life for me and my family. I wanted to be able to earn more money. I wanted a job that would obviously give me you know, respect, something that would be fulfilling, that I'd enjoy doing. And yet I also wanted a quality of life. I wanted to be able to be around to raise my family and all these other things. And so I was leaning toward going into management consulting. And I had a professor who I just believed was really brilliant. I, I loved her. Um, everything that she taught us in terms of the, the way to think and the way to approach problems. And um, her specialty in terms of what I was doing was strategy. So she was a business strategy expert, and that was her um, career, and that's ultimately what she ended up teaching. And so um, when I was looking to try to figure out exactly what it is that I wanted to do, uh, one of the things I decided was, you know, look, why don't I lean on people that are already in my atmosphere that have that I highly respect and that have some sort of perspective that they can share with me to help me decide what, what I should do. And so I went to my professor after class one day and I said, you know, would you have a few minutes where we could meet? And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about my career direction and about what it is that I want to do after I graduate. You know, I have a, a semester left or whatever. And she said, of course, you know, these are the office hours. Why don't you come by at this time? So I went and I sat down with her and, you know, the first thing that she asked me is, you know, so what are you thinking you want to do? And so, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I, I think I want to go into consulting. And I think she sensed a little bit of hesitation. So she said, why do you want to do that? And I said, well, you know, for all the reasons that I just listed out here. And she said, now, is that for you or is that for, for somebody else? I said, no, you know, it's for me. I, I really think that it's going to be a, you know, a great thing for me to go into. I enjoy that kind of work. I've loved this strategy class, and I think it would be doing a lot more of the same. And I said, you know, what I really want is I want to create a situation where, you know, I grew up in a very middle class um, environment. You know, so I grew up in a very middle class town. We all sort of had the, you know, all of our families sort of had the same amount of money, so to speak. There wasn't a lot of socioeconomic diversity. Um, we all had sort of similar stuff. And, you know, our parents worked for a living. Oftentimes it was both spouses or at least one, but, um, but oftentimes both. And, you know, my parents, I, I had a lot of respect for. They were both hardworking. They both came from less than what they, you know, got our family to the level of. And, you know, they were never um, enthralled with image. You know, it was all for them about being smart about the way that they spent money and, and about the way that they handled things and focusing on the right things. And so I believed it was sort of my charge, 
it was sort of my responsibility because they brought us from where they were to a better standard of living, that it was my job then as, you know, the father of my children and husband of my wife to get to a point where I could get us a better lifestyle than that. You know, obviously, you know, I'd love to be a multi-gazillionaire or whatever, but even if I didn't do that, as long as I could improve upon it, so I'm sort of building it and moving things in the right direction. I felt as though that was sort of what I was, I was, you know, responsible for and should do. And so what I said to her is, you know, part of it for me is what I really want is I want my children to have opportunities that I never had. And she said, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, I came from a very, very middle class, you know, background. And so, you know, I was fortunate. My parents were able to, to put me through college. I didn't graduate with a ton of loans. I mean, I had some, but uh, at the same time, you know, my, my parents were able to do that. But, you know, it was still a very like normal sort of average upbringing. And I knew that there were a lot of things that other people had that we didn't. And so I sort of wanted my children to have more opportunities, like if they wanted to go to private school or if they wanted to get involved in these activities that were expensive. And, you know, so we'd be able to afford all that stuff. And she said, um, that's, you know, sure, I understand that. That's really interesting. She said, let me share with you a little bit of advice about what I do with my sons. She had a couple of sons also. Um, and she said, you know, one of the things for me is I focus on teaching my sons to make decisions. And I, and I thought about it for a second and I, and I said, okay. And she said, because if you think about it, all of the opportunities in the world mean nothing if you don't take advantage of them. The only thing that really matters is what decision you make, because that decision by definition cuts off the other avenues, but it is an active thing that you're doing to make a decision and decide to do something that then sets you on a certain path and you need to live with the consequences. So I teach my sons to make decisions so they understand that they are responsible for what they do, they are responsible for where they're going, and they're responsible for those outcomes, whether they're good or bad. And I thought for a second and sort of a light bulb went on in my head and I said, you know, it really makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you think about it, having the opportunity to do a million things in the world, well, sure, there's there's value in that. But really, unless you decide to do one of them, what real difference does it make? None. I mean, if, if your child is going to sit on the couch playing video games, but you've, you know, created this perfect life where they would be able to, you know, travel the world or go to the best universities and schools or buy anything that they want. And that's basically what you're going to do for them. But they don't but they don't do anything with it. Really, the opportunities don't really matter. And furthermore, if you want to take it a step further, really sort of the decisions you make, you need to have a little bit of responsibility for yourself. And so it sort of changed my entire perspective and my, and my entire mind frame, because when you shift from a focus on trying to create opportunities for yourself or for other people, and instead you start thinking about it as making decisions and doing things and being decisive about what you're doing, you see that that is a 100% the recipe 
for success. It's 100% the recipe for getting to go where you want. You know, there's an old adage in sales, and they always say, you know, don't give the customer too many options. Because if you give the customer too many options, they end up getting stuck in inertia. They can't decide, they can't make any decision at all. So while intuitively as an, a business owner or as a salesperson, you might think, well, look, if I have this shirt in six colors and I have four other shirts that are similar, if I show the person 25 options, they're going to buy something. I mean, one of these is going to is going to hit that right on the head and they're going to go, that's what I want. But that isn't how the human mind works. And that isn't how people make decisions. What happens is the more options you introduce, the lower the likelihood of a decision being made becomes. It's why when you see online sales pages, there's often one, sometimes two, and maybe three at the most options for plans or, you know, check out things that you can buy because they would rather have get you in the door with one thing and then sell you more later than try to give you 27 options and then have you back away because you need to think about it. You have to process it before you can make a decision. And so if you, if you adopt that mentality of trying to make decisions instead of trying to create opportunities, and if you instill in your children and your spouse and your team and everybody around you the same mentality, what you'll find is people are decisive, people are action-oriented, and people take responsibility for themselves. Instead of feeling like victims of circumstance if they don't get everything they want or things don't always work out, Instead, they feel like they control their own destiny and that they get in the habit of making decisions. And the more decisive you are, oftentimes the more effective you are and the more successful you are because you're doing things instead of thinking about things all the time. And that is a really important distinction. You know, I forget who, who said it, but I think this is ultimately a really true thing too. Um, there was some really famous, really, really rich person and he said, you know, I want to give my kids enough money to do something, but not enough money to do nothing. And I think that holds true and falls into the same sort of category, right? If you give kids or yourself or your spouse or your team or whatever, a hundred options of stuff that they could do, they're going to have a hard time making a decision. If instead you give them just enough so they could choose the thing that they're better at and go with it you're much more likely to get the results that you want and everyone's going to be happier and feel more productive about doing it. So think about that the next time that you're in a situation where either you're having a dilemma about making a decision, try to be decisive, make a decision and move on, right? And at the same time, if you find yourself in the trap of trying to create opportunities or feeling like that's what you want to do, instead, Again, try to refocus that on making decisions, on being decisive, on choosing a plan of action, on choosing something that you want to do, moving forward with that and making the most of it. Look, if it doesn't work out, you can always reassess and try something else. But if all you do is think about stuff and you never take any action, then every single one of those opportunities means nothing. And in reality, we can only do one thing at a time anyway, right? So if you have 100 opportunities as opposed to three, how many can you choose to do? One. So it really doesn't matter. 
you might as well choose one out of the three instead of one out of the hundred. Because the odds are at least you'll do it and you'll do something with it and you have a much higher likelihood of being productive, being effective, and being successful that way. So hopefully that's advice that will help you out in your business, in your life. I know it helped me a lot. And I just want to say thanks a lot, Professor Lechner. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.